I said no, you can't play a ninja. This is an old West game, and they didn't have ninjas. But the year is 1869, and there are historical records indicating there were ninjas. In fucking Japan, not in the old West. William Moyer. I started as a sharecropper. Finally, it worked my way up against against the odds to become a saloon owner and trader. Now I own a saloon that I call uh, I'm going to call the Homestead. I'm Bartholomew Wallace, born son of a preacher. I am a I do like a drink. I'm regularly, you know, laying in the gutter <laughs> somewhere. I say, are you working at the at the Homestead Inn? Uh, he is, yes. I'm Father Brayton Carmody. My family were Mormon pioneers that set off, and blessed by the good graces of God, uh, we struck into some luck, uh, allowing me to move to this town and set up a, a branch of the Mormon faith in your very own town in order to spread the teachings and lessons of God. I am Thomas Vaughan. Nothing really went on in my mid-adulthood. No, don't go digging. It was absolutely just legitimate, normal stuff. Then I came into this house with a very prime location. It was very cheap at the time, and it had a well, the only well. Currently, I'm looking to make my way in the town and help it get established. I'm a outsider, as far as most people will call me. I'm, I'm an Indian descendant, native-born. I was raised to be strong and independent. But that didn't get me very far. The name that I was given was Eric Hager, <clears throat> but everyone just calls me Eric. Uh, I'm Floyd Higgins. Uh, these are my dogs, Bucky and Indy. <laughs> Bucky's the guard dog, Indy is the tracker. Try and keep myself to myself. I'd have to come into town occasionally, maybe to sell the odd animal pelt or something when I need something, but generally keep myself to myself. Okay, so here we have Steaming Rock, Nevada. Um, I'll go back out to the bigger map because I don't think any of you live on this part of the map. This I is, have is, prime location in town, remember? Yeah, I don't think you live on in any one of these properties. You might be close to it, but yeah. Okay. So this is this is the centre of town. As you can see, you've got uh, <clears throat> Grand, Grand Hotel on the left, Blacksmith, Laundry, Newspaper. Um, the, the bank buildings are not banks. They are empty husks that haven't been loaned out to anybody yet. Um, the Brooklyn Hotel is there, uh, as, are, as is the Gold Star Saloon, the Pioneer Hotel and the Imperial Saloon. Um, Morgan, that'll be your church there. Right, yep. Yep, so actually one of you does have a place. I am on, on here. You are, yep. Um, if we then move out to the slightly bigger picture... So this is the immediate environment. So that map you were looking at was this bit in the middle that I'm now making a square with my yep. mouse that is the same color as the background of the picture, unfortunately. <laughs> um, Ali, your, this place here is your saloon. See, at the bottom, yep. further yep. south. Uh, um, where would my small little hut be? Wherever you want to move it to. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you plonk it on that particular night. So I think it could be anywhere you like, but most likely on the outskirts somewhere. Okay, fair enough. Um, I mean, having a saloon like on the entrance into town from the road is not a bad location. It's where my saloon was in the last game you played. It's just my. It was on the uh, the eastern Outside. road. It was on the eastern road, not the southern road last time. <laughs> Don't like being in town. Yeah, but yours was the shitty saloon. We all went to Tony's. Yeah, so this well, that's because I joined late. <laughs> this, is, this is the this is the shitty end of town. Um, there are sort of cesspits and that are down here that people then you know let it run away through, uh, through Illinois Creek. So that's why it's not very nice because it's a bit wet and messy and smelly. Um, is there anything that anybody wants to do that you thought about before we? 
kind of get into the scenario. And I can give you a bit of background about Steaming Rock as well, actually. I want to eventually be rich enough to make an urban regeneration program in the southern part. <laughs> I would like to, you know, not be completely broke at some point in my life. <laughs> well, some of us it doesn't have to be soon, but it just has to happen at some point. Um, but not, not like anything super specific. I mean, if there's any construction going on in town, then I'd probably go and help out. Uh, yeah, I guess there are. There was quite a lot of people setting up um, buildings and stalls and houses. So I and guess trying as... to be friendly, I'd go give them a hand if they need it. Okay. Yeah, that sounds um, very, very. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Helpful of you, I guess, or town spirited. Civil. Yeah. Civil. Uh, and if they think my contribution is worth a little monetary compensation, I won't turn it down. And if they don't, but I'm not I'm gonna... down whatever I built. <laughs> no, I'm not going to sabotage my image. Helping hand. Oh, my image has been sabotaged already. But yeah, right. But so... hopefully, if if there's new people coming to town and setting stuff up. I can like introduce myself as a decent guy before all the bad rumours reach them. Okay, Connor, um, can you make a, a labour role, please? Okay, so it's my grit and unless, my... Unless you've got making, actually. Uh, if you've got making, then you could use that instead. I have got making. Yeah. So I've got six dice. Do I get anything for having the builder talent, or is that just related to what I can actually build? So the build the talent at level one. It affects uh, what I can build. Well, it, well it, yeah. So these, are, yeah, you do get plus one die bonus. So that gives you that means you can build advanced features, and you get plus one dice bonus when you're building basic features. And basically, what you're doing here is helping them. Okay. Yeah. Do some so I do get an extra dice. You do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. I got one success. And one one, but that's not more ones than six. No, no, that's cool. Um, okay, so that's yeah, you've been helpful, not super helpful, but reasonably um, for the success. They they give you fifty cents for helping. Nice. That's that's cents. a lot of money for I someone like you know, faces, someone like Dean. Hang on, back. <laughs> Thanks, man. Cheers. I know I'm poor, but you don't have to rub it in my face. Well, these people are poor. Also, you're technically poor. my mate. Well, yeah, I know, right? well it's, more that I, it's more that I pity you, and so I want to help you out. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, let me give you a little bit of background to Steamy Rock then. So the town has been growing very quickly. It uh, it's, was founded nearly two years ago. It hasn't been around very long, but it's grown pretty fast. Um, there are a few hundred souls who currently live here. You get the occasional stagecoach coming through from Browning to Cushing, but this isn't a formal stop on the way for that stagecoach. The, there are, there's mining in the Black Hills, and there are rumours that there might have been some gold finds up there, but nothing has, nothing has been um, confirmed or anything yet. There are... Um, seven powerful families that seem to be kind of running the place. You've got the Bertrand family, uh, led by um, Samuel Bertrand. He is, in effect, the mayor of the town. The town has a, uh, a, a burgeoning um, town council. Samuel Bertrand lives and runs the Grand Hotel. Uh, he is one of the... well. He claims to be the founding father of the town, and he is perhaps the most important, uh, most influential man here. You then have the Rockcliffe family. Um, they're ranchers and cattle barons. Um, they're well off, but the, the head of that family, Ellis Rockcliffe, isn't. He, he, he isn't Samuel Bertrand, that's for sure. He's trying to increase his, his influence in the town, but um, Bertrand is the man uh, who's who's running everything? You say they were like ranchers. Yeah, cattle cattle barons. Yeah. Um, then you have the Fletcher family. Uh, they they're they're not very rich. They um, they run a little farming um, ranch, 
But their main claim to fame is that John Fletcher is the sheriff. Uh, is widely regarded to be uh, a good guy. Um, you then have the McGraw family. Don't trust them. No, but that, that's that's an outlaw gang name if I ever heard it. <laughs> um, yeah. The McGraw boys. Right? I, am, <laughs> I, am, I am recycling names from last time, you realise. So, because uh, I think you killed two of the McGraws in the first. <laughs> I think they were evil last time. We so killed a lot crush. of people. We yeah. did frequently murder a number of you, individuals. I think, I think it, it was, wasn't yeah. murder most of the time. Well, Some I think. T- I think one of them was really clear. At least one of them was pretty cold-blooded murder, I think. One of them was execution. A yeah. necessary <laughs> sacrifice. No, you just wanted to be sheriff. All right, it was, it's anyway. the last, anyway. last yes, game. A necessary sacrifice. This, this is a different universe, so forget all of that. The McGraws might be the nicest people in town this time. Are they? Um, but they could also be the most bloodthirsty, so let's watch out. They're, they, they are, they're ranches. They're trying to corner um, the best claims around here for their ranches. Um, ahead of the Rockcliffe family, generally seen as troublemakers, um, certainly by Ellis Rockcliffe. Um, then you, have like the, you then have the White family. They are um, prospectors, um, miners, uh, are starting to build up some quarry, quarry, quarry works around here. Um, they're well off, but they're not considered to be respectable. They've got money, but they didn't come from money. So people tend to look down their noses at them somewhat. You then have the Lawler family. They are into timber and logging. Um, seem to be doing reasonably well, but um, difficult to tell. Seeing the Charlton family arrived a few months ago, who are doing exactly the same as them and have tried to take over some of that business. How do you spell that first one? Lawler, L-A-W-L-E-R. Um, yeah, so the Charltons arrived nine months ago, um, and they've been feuding with the Lawlers over the claims that the Lawlers already had. So there's a bit of a, an ongoing problem between those two families over their business interests. Well, we've got to add fire to that and see where that goes, you know. It sounds mm-hmm. fun. So that's pretty much the setup. There's a few hundred people who live here. Um, there are more people coming in. It's definitely have done very well in the two years or nearly two years since it was established. Um, we're starting this one, um, one sort of early afternoon at the Homestead Saloon, which is uh, obviously William Moyer's place. Cool. Down on the south side. All the best um, people drink. It's well, and us too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's not where the best people drink. Actually, it's where the scum. It's got the drink. cheapest beers. It's where uh, I drink. So it's Some yeah, it's, it, it it tends to fill up with all the hands and the workers who aren't allowed into the better places in town because they're too smelly, well, well, scuzzy. It's not aren't allowed. Just choose not to. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think that some of them do get. A hard time if they go into into some of the uh, you know like the gold. I'm not talking about them. them. I'm talking about me. <laughs> uh, I don't speak for all the scum in this place. Just most of it. <laughs> so you know the, the Homestead Saloon is a bit of a rough place. Trouble trouble often sparks up in here. Um, but I have all these guns. But you have a lot of guns. You have uh, Bartholomew working with you, and you have. Um, Dan Phillips, who sort of loiters around the place looking menacing, trying to um, uh, yeah, trying to calm things down if it gets out of hand. Um, today, for some reason, there's uh, there's quite a few cowhands in here who would normally be be out working, um, and they're getting quite drunk and quite rowdy. Is there is there anything any of you want to do or say or ask at this point? No, um, I'm actually well. working, am I, today? I guess that's up to William, but probably, um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you work everywhere. Behind the bar, though, or one of your scummy jobs you've got me doing. Behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Only once he's cleaned the toilet. 
Um, so no, this... I, I think uh, just being here, chilling. Maybe I'm in here with one of the people whose houses I've been helping set up or whatnot. Uh, well, I'm kind of keeping my eye on these, the rowdier members of the <coughs> of the establishment. Then, um, obviously, I don't want to see the place get smashed up because no doubt Moy will take it out of my wages anyway. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm kind of keeping an eye on them, but uh, that's it for the minute. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm I'm sitting in the corner on my own, looking enigmatic. It's the look I'm going for. We're not <laughs> I'm probably outside. <laughs> no, I am. I'm basically exactly what I may may not bring it off, but that's what I'm aiming for. That the arrow oh, on the cat. Of the are, are dogs al- Ali, are dogs allowed in the bar? Yeah. Okay. Wait, Wait I might be allowed in. in. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a dog, Dean. <laughs> as far as I'm aware. <laughs> do you, do, so do you bring them inside with you, Tony, or are they? I think so. I think they they go outside or whatever. Uh, yeah, they go Tony. everywhere I go, unless there's a good reason. Not Tony. Tony um, very quickly, I need. Yes. I was going to send you this, but I obviously forgot. I got the stats for your dogs. Okay. Oh. Very quickly. Um, so it's for the for the guard dog. It's grit of four, with fighting of three. Quick of three, with move of two. Yeah, so quick four, fighting three, quick three, move two. Yep. Cunning three, Hawkeye one. Yep. And the attack is bite, obviously, for two damage, one crit, and it has a special ability of grapple. So if it's trying to grapple an opponent, you get, you get plus one to its fight dice. So it won't do any damage then, but it'll basically try and grapple the target to the ground. Okay. Uh, and then for the tracker dog, uh, you've got grit two, fighting one. But he won't fight for you. He'll only fight if he's attacked. Yeah. He's not a fighting dog. And in fact, he'll try and run away if he gets attacked. Quick of four, move of two. Yep. Cunning for Hawkeye 3. And that's what you use when he's tracking. And you get the yep. plus one for the for the talent as well. Um, bite. is it, His attack is bite, but it's damage 1, crit 2. Crit 2. Yep. Yep. And that's it. Okay. Okay, cool. <clears throat> um... Yeah, so um, Father Brayton, or Pre- Preacher Brayton, and um, Eric, what are you guys doing? I'm probably sad. What day is it, actually? Uh, it's probably a Saturday. If you have a work schedule. <laughs> or you <know>. Exactly. <laughs> Eric has to check his diary to make sure he's not going to work. <laughs> Well, oh, I had to clean the barrel today. I can't go to the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'd probably be at church. What? Yeah, but oh, Saturday. Saturday. Is it Saturday? What time? Well, I've got, like, I've got nothing better to do when everyone else is at their houses or drinking. Saturday lunchtime. So I, th- I think you're all in here. In fact, I need you all to be in here to start the scenario. So. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm in there then. <laughs> the preacher brought you in here because he's fed up of you being in the church. Uh, I brought him in here to help me scout out people who are down on their luck and uh, if I could exploit for money. (laughs) (laughs) Easy to integrate into God's Uh, good graces. So, Floyd, uh, are you and Eric mates? Are you partners? Yes. Yes. I think I've known him just because we've both lived quite a lot just in the wilderness. I think we've probably come across each other, helped each other out, camped together occasionally. So, yes, I think so. So you might be with him then, Dino. Yeah. Hello. I won't be a burden, I promise. <clears throat> oh, at least I'll try not to be. You're not drinking for a friend. Oh, fuck no. Do <laughs> okay, you think on... I can afford drink? Yeah, yeah, I can probably afford, you know, um, some two-bit whiskey or one-bit whiskey. Nah, uh, I'll save my $2, thank you. You can okay. have the latrine water. <laughs> 
that's, yeah, that's, only, that's only $1. That's half a isn't it? <laughs> so two, yeah, two bit, a two-bit whiskey will be 25 cents for a shot of whiskey, and one bit will be 15 cents. That's why we all drink here. I'm good. Cool. Um, yeah, so whilst you're, whilst you're drinking, say a couple of these cowhands have been obviously drinking quite heavily, and... Um, they sort of stagger up to the bar to where to where Bartholomew is, and uh, yeah, they're ordering another another whiskey, and and they start to complain about the smell, <laughs> and and one of them says, uh, "Must be because of the damn Negro running this place." Ooh, oh, I take offense. Can I ask how many um, how uh, how lubricated am I at this point? Uh, I. I think well, it's kind of like twelve o'clock, one o'clock in the afternoon. So, so I'd hope not very. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're working you're, behind my bar. Shit face. You yeah. hope incorrectly. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm. Um... I think you're probably. You've had a couple of snifters, but you're probably okay for the moment. Okay. You're probably still working off last night's hangover, actually. Oh, right. well, I, I play it down. Can I? Can I come on now? Now, guys, none of that. Come on, you're in here having a good time. Um, where's a good man? You know, you're drinking his whiskey, and yeah, that whiskey, that whiskey's, that whiskey's been watered down. It's cheap, watery shit. If we could go anywhere else, guys, look, with, this place is full of bugs, and they they sort of turn and lean back on the on the bar, look into the rest of the place as their voices get raised. Oh, <laughs> Ali, Ali, are you actually in? The room, or are you just like in the back room, just <laughs> sitting? Right in front of them. <laughs> I'm assuming I have like a like an office or something in in the place. A command yeah. chair in well, the corner. <laughs> yeah, well, Ali, you would live you would live here as well. So yeah. you've got a residence upstairs, a room that you live in or something. So I have a throne in the middle of the room. <laughs> um, in the corner, you can't draw mm-hmm. too much attention to yourself. And these these two guys, they they start sort of calling out to some of the other cowhands around and saying. Don't know why we drink in this place is shit and uh, uh, you, you merciless, ha, merciless, ha, pathetic runt that you are. Uh, and preacher, what's it like being a preacher of a church with nobody in it? And you're too Ooh. bloody, you're too bloody young. You're just uh, fucking useless. And you over there, you smelly bastard. <laughs> fuck off back to the wilderness. Right. Are there any other kind of weapon, you know, kind of a big club or something behind the bar? I mean, I wouldn't necessarily draw a gun on these guys. But... That's why I come to this place to drink. <laughs> There's bottles. <laughs> Smack them in a bottle. Not it will come out your way, but... <laughs> probably got a PC 2 by 4 behind there you could use as a club, yeah. Yeah, okay. I kind of smash that. I'm going to bang that down the counter. Boys, you've had enough. Time to go. Uh... Do we know these guys? Do we know what... Where they're from? Who do they work for? Yeah, are they one for one of the big families? Um, what would we need for that? Um, insight. If you can make insight rolls, that everyone can try. Anyone that. who's yeah, who's paying attention. Yeah. Oh, I'm terrible at insight. Uh, I'm not even going to bother. Yeah, there's, there's enough commotion. Too much risk. There's enough commotion that I might have. Uh, I'm going to surface this for me. Use my insight. Um, I'm going to have surface with with the trusty coach gun. I get two successes on my insight roll. I've got one success. Okay. Uh, insight is. Carling. Is there anyone in the um in the bar? That I can kind of uh, to go. In I got a zero successes. Okay. Um, I've come out uh buff on me with 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 my shotgun. Have you? Um, yeah. yeah, so Floyd, you, um, you've you seen these guys around. You know, um, one of them's called Dusky Wilcott and the other one's called Clayton Dix. There are a couple of... <laughs> Got a bit of an obsession going on there, though. Dusty Watcox and something Dix. <laughs> Wilcott. Wilcott. Wilcock okay, and Dix. Not Wilcock. Wilcott. <laughs> <sighs> you bunch of fucking imbeciles. It's just like... Right, they're, they're, they're twice as tough as they were going to be now. <laughs> <laughs> now, they're, now they're bulletproof. <laughs> uh, like, the the power of God compels them to not beat me to death. Um, so yeah, so there, there are a couple of pretty 
low level cowhands. They're nobody special. They just get they get rented out. They they hire themselves out to you know whoever's whoever Red needs point. whoever needs them. Um, yeah, but there's there quite a lot of the other people in the in the in the saloon are kind of like nodding, and you you all get a sense of of being a bit outside, um, being you know outside the community, because there's a lot of people here that are kind of sneering at you a little bit for all okay, being. Well, I I have the voice. Meaning I can use performing to draw the attention of everyone in short range and I've they got stop and listen. Good performing. That's why I hide. I've, I've not managed to talk the boys out of it yet. You ain't got the voice though. No. Right, but but um so Paul, you were you were trying to um so are you trying to like you slammed the thing down on the table yep. on the bar. I think that's gonna be a presence role rather than performing. Thanks. Because you're you're trying to intimidate them, I think, by doing that rather than persuade them with the, the hun your honeyed words, please. Four dice. Uh, one success. My failures. Okay. What? Um... Mm -hmm. far too many bits of paper, and there's a big part of them that has just disappeared. There. <clears throat> okay. You got one success, yeah? Yep. Okay, um Dusky seems to be like kind of shocked and surprised by the by the by the slam of the of the bit of wood on the on the on the top. Um and looks a bit cowed by that, but Clayton turns around, uh, and he's not impressed at all. He's like, and now, not only are you swindling us with your cheap piss whiskey, you're threatening us, you're giving us a hard time. Damn right I am. Get out of the bar now. I'm going to stand up and just slowly start walking over with my dogs at my feet. <laughs> okay. Towards these guys. Yeah, I'm assuming is there like a um, like a, I'm assuming is there like a multi-multi-story building because it's quite big. So like um, in you want to throw them off the balcony, don't you? No, so in, in in my head there like is a balcony that kind of like goes along the top of. So in my in my head, have you seen Deadwood the series? No. Oh, you want to play a Wild West game? You haven't watched Deadwood. That's just rubbish. Um, I tried. I got bored. Well, you should try harder because it's brilliant. <laughs> uh, that's worse than having not seen it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. I'm just going to disconnect Dean. Hang on. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I imagine it is is like the gem saloon in Deadwood. So you go in. There's the bar on the right hand side. It's a big long um, sort of saloon. It goes down to the toilets at the far end, and then there's steps on the left that goes up to some rooms, and your rooms are at the top as well. Yeah, and there's like a landing along the. And there's a little landing that you can yeah. uh, look look over. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just be standing on? I'm assuming because I'd have been in a room at the top, and yeah. heard commotion. I'll just be standing on the, uh, the landing. Yeah, that's, that's shotgun that's, that's readily fine. viewable. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, Paul, so um, I think you can use a performing role this time. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to offer him a free drink. Just calm down, guys. You know, here's a free drink. That's um, a bad idea. Maybe. Sorry. Okay. Um, you can have an extra. You can have an extra die for giving them a free drink. Okay. So that's five and docility as well, which is. So what happened to get out of the bar? <laughs> I'm nine dice. Here. Well, it's like this is exactly like. Negotiating Shit. with terrorists. So, so remember to look at your ones as well. If the yeah, ones outnumber one the success and one, uh, one, one. What do we call it? More than failures. They're called trials. You need a greater number of ones than. Six. I must have rolled a lot of ones. Equal in my number doesn't matter. Yeah. No, I've got one lousy success. That's... Um, you can push that if you want, but you leave your sixes and ones on the table. Yeah, I think I will actually. 
So that costs you one of your faith points. I haven't got any faith points, all right? You should you start, with, start with two. Yeah, if you'd been listening earlier, you'd know that. Sorry, I had to wonder. If you'd been listening instead of getting yourself a beer, then... Uh... Yeah, outrageous. <laughs> yeah, I'm in character. I'm like a method actor, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You've been drinking since seven o'clock this morning, then. No. Preparation. <laughs> Massive. Uh, I've got no successes and two ones. So in total, I now have three ones, and one six. That's, right. that's really okay. helped. Yeah. Right. So you need to roll for a mishap. So roll. I pour myself a drink instead. <laughs> <laughs> Keep doing that. So it's social. So roll d sixty six and tell me what you get. Sixty-six. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> time oh to make God. a new character. Okay. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> um, he he rolled two sixes anyway, so you you needed to get at least two. But um, you just like pass out. <laughs> now this, this this guy is 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 kind of a pretty low level minion. You know, he's he's a he's a nobody here, mm. and you've had this reputation of. Be able to talk anybody through anything, and you've just squeaked at him. It's pathetic. You've pissed him <laughs> either, 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 either directly or through the grapevine. People have people will learn of your failure, lose waypoint <laughs> of reputation. <laughs> Sorry, one point of what was that? Reputation. reputation. <laughs> oh my gosh! The last time in my mouth. Is that is that fame? Oh. Uh, fame, yes. Yeah. Your can that go negative? No, it can't. Jeez. Not at the moment, anyway. But you do lose a point of fame for, for basically being pathetic. Uh, and he, he, he basically throws the, the whiskey back in your face. Okay. I'll try and honest. try and lick at some of it though. Don't don't <laughs> let it go to waste. Oh, right. I'm going <laughs> to swing it in with this bit of four by two or whatever I've got. Yeah, okay, I'll let you I'll let you have a go at that. He's expecting this, so he's going to try and block it or dodge it, I think, seeing you're on the other side of the bar. So that will be a fighting roll. Oh dear. Uh, oh dear. Okay, three dice. Boy, yeah, this is the sort of person you employ, someone with no backbone. I can't let that sort of... Just... He's taking the swing. <laughs> How is that not having backbone? If he hadn't... Well, see the pathetic display he just did of handling these people one success if, if he wasn't taking a swing he'd be uh, okay yeah so he got one success as well so you swing and he just manages to step back far enough so that the uh, the, the blow misses at that at that moment the doors to the saloon are basically slammed open uh the fucking doors and the floorboards creak because they're specifically set so that anyone Dramatic entering, <laughs> it creeps, but normal people it doesn't. Guy, guy playing the piano, stop. Yeah, and turn around. Yeah. I think I think he had stopped already with the, uh, the, the, the probably the, the the growing. We have a piano. That's nice. I didn't expect that. Uh, you might not. Have, don't don't be hasty. You might not have it for long. <laughs> you might not. You might have a shit piano. Yeah, it's it's a bit out of, out of tune. There's uh, a couple of keys don't work. But if you're all looking over towards the door, there are two. Um, very heavily armed. Uh, well, what you'd what you'd say were heavies, who are standing at the doorway. One of one of them has pushed one of the saloon doors open. One of them has pushed the other, and immediately Clayton looks over to them, and he, he sort of goes he goes white. Um, you can make insight rolls again if you wish to try and recognise who these people are. I will yeah, do that. Sure, but I've only got two dice. Uh, one six. Okay, I get no sixes and three ones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I've got two sixes. Your eyes start to bleed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got one, that one. one. No sixes. Right, okay. So, um, Tony and Dean, both roll for mishaps, please. D66, yes. Yep. Okay, I'm going black first, which gives me 14. Okay. You'll be fine. No, actually, it's only after you've pushed. So you can only get a trial, you can only get a mishap if you push. 
Okay, well, I won't push in that case. It was <laughs> <laughs> like three ones. Phew. So when you, when you push, you keep any ones you already have. You don't get, yes. you you don't get to re-roll them. Then. No, no. No, okay. I'm not, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not idea who they are, and I'm not pushing. But yeah, if you don't push in a roll, you don't get mishaps, full stop. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. otherwise, we could have mishaps all <laughs> over the place, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. I was going to say, what would, happen if, um, what would happen if he literally just was like, all right, do I recognise that person I'd rolled a 66 on the mishap D66? Like that. I don't, and I die from the shame of not recognising them. <laughs> <laughs> well, 66 for mental, which I think is what I would give that one against would be the shameful experience scars you. You suffer minus one dice at all ability rolls each time you face similar circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> honest, that's a bit of an overreaction, to be honest. I don't every every time like... someone comes to the bar. Every time someone opens a saloon door, you have a breakdown. Okay, maybe I need to have a think. But this, this is what playtesting is all about. Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. I brought it up, because I think some, some roles yeah. like that, mishaps are going to feel really weird. Because it's just trying to recall information. Not being able to recall information isn't really, like, in this kind of situation, just isn't going to particularly have a negative impact on anything in like, an actual no, situation. No, but, but, but if, if you push the role, it, it implies it's important enough yeah. for you to push the role. So it'd be different under those circumstances. You try and strain your brain and accidentally burst a blood vessel. So, <laughs> so I, was, I did it wrong that way, because it, yeah. it does say in the, in the rules that it's just only after you push. Um, okay, for those of you who succeeded, you recognise that these these two men are. Um, did anyone get two successes? I did. Okay, so you 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 recognise these men, Morgan, because they um, you, you spoke to them in the street one day when you were trying to uh, get, get people to form your congregation, and you know that their names are Julius and Duncan, and you know that they work for. The Rockcliffe family, um, and they have a reputation of being very hard men. Are they people that have been to my saloon for drinks before, or would this be the first time they come here? I think this is the first time they've been here, probably. Okay. Yeah. They normally go somewhere better. Are they just hands on the farm, or are they uh, family? Um, did you roll any successes, Paul? I did roll one, yeah. Um, they're hands, yeah, they're not family. But I know their names. <clears throat> did you get one success? Yeah, you know Julius and Duncan, you don't know Anything. their names. Okay. No. Um, but you know that they are heavies who work for Ellis Rockcliffe. And um, the cow, the cow, the cow hands go very quiet with this. And Julius and Duncan take a few steps in and they just look at these guys and without a word being said, Dusky and Clayton just pick up their stuff and leave, tails between their legs, obviously feeling completely outmatched by these two. And all the other guys go very, very quiet. Slowly the hub of conversation begins to come back into the room. Are they just as... standing in the doors? No, they're walking over to the bar. Okay. I'm going to um, give them a free drink. And, I'll, um... and they're looking around. They're and looking yourself at... one. Yeah. Have to play. They're looking around the uh, the saloon. As they're walking in, a lot of the other cowhands are leaving. Um, so suddenly the bar is becoming reasonably empty. Uh... I, I vacate my seat for no man. <laughs> Uh, I'll head back into like my office or whatever, place my my shotgun down, and uh, you, you go back into your office. Well, I just want, yeah, I don't really want to approach these guys with a shotgun drawn. Seems like it might be <laughs> okay. Misconstrued as aggressive. <laughs> Still upstairs, anyway. You're on the landing, aren't you? Anyway. Yeah, so I'll, I'll put my my shotgun away. I'm assuming I keep my pistol on my hip most of the time. I suspect most people would. Yeah. Do you catch and my eye at all and tell me, kind of I will, indicate um, that I could give them a free drink? No. But, I mean, well, I'm going to. Yeah. All right then. Okay, so they, 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 they come up to the bar and they, they, they see the, the couple of shots of whiskey you put out for them there, um, Paul. Uh, one of them. And one for picks, myself. Picks it up. Well, no more is gone. Not so tips his hat and has a sip. Um, I just want to 
So I just wanted to put my shotgun down and then head downstairs to, to yeah. obviously meet them. So you're probably coming down the stairs as they're, as they're talking to Bartholomew and they say, uh, we're looking for that boy with the dogs. You know, the, uh, the one that hangs about with that engine fella. You mean dog boy? <laughs> I'm, that, I'm standing right. I'm standing right there already because I was walking over. Right. Okay. So I'll say, Jeremy, would you be referring that, to gonna, my good self? I'm gonna start making my leave. Floyd Higgins, at your service. Uh, they, 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 yeah, they turn around and because uh, I'm basically standing right there, so they're not, they're not yeah. gonna. I'm not, I'm not still hiding in the corner. I was walking over, so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they, they beckon you over, um, and they, they see you as well, Eric, and, uh, they beckon you over as well to the bar and they say, Uh, um, barkeep, a couple of whiskeys for these young men. Freebies again. Jesus. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) <laughs> I'm close enough now. You need to stop giving out freebies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can give out freebies, but they come out of your money. So. Yeah. So I'm going to sneak one for myself. I'm going to. Well, I'll turn away from <laughs> what another one? Yeah. You've already taken one. I'm, I'm Julius, up. I'm Julius up. reaches into his his sort of like he's got a, a like a leather waistcoat thing, and he reaches into it and puts a puts a. A dollar coin on the on the desk and pushes it across across the bar to you. Okay, do I have to give him change? Depends if you're charging him for the free drinks you gave him. Well, if he's buying one for he seems all four he, people, then he doesn't seem to be looking for the change. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> so pocket. <laughs> yeah. Give him give him four, one for each of the well, them, yeah, and then I'll, one for. I'll remember that. I'll, if he wants more, he can have more. But I'll keep the coin for a bit. <laughs> in the till, of course. Where? In the till. Um, uh, Julius <coughs> says, uh, gentlemen, um, I'd like you to take a seat at this table here. And there's the one right next to the bar. So it's sort of right in the middle of the, of the whole saloon. Um, and as Julius says that, he pulls a seat for himself and sits down whilst Duncan goes towards the door. So how many people have left the bar now? Like quite a lot. If it was a hundred percent populated before, it wasn't a hundred percent. It was quite. Well, no, but if if that was a hundred percent, what is it now? Well, there was probably about thirty people in there earlier. Now there's probably ten, including you lot. Well, I'll very take a seat. I'll take a seat. Dogs at my feet. I'll polish a glass. Um, I'm going to head behind the bar so I can. Yeah, here. Yeah. So you can keep a watch on how many drinks Wallace is. So, yeah, I mean this table. This table is very close to to the bar, so you know this this is an obvious table right in the middle where um, they're not trying to hide off in a, in a corner. Somewhere. Yeah. Um, Duncan stops at the saloon doors, opens the door, and and beckons, and you can hear the footfall of uh, you know some boots on the uh, on the wooden boardwalk outside. And in comes a very well-to-do, very well-dressed, um, very powerful-looking man that you recognise as Ellis Rockliffe. Um, and he comes in and he sits down uh, and he says, good day to you, gentlemen. Uh, uh, whiskeys for everybody, he says again. Uh, we'll, uh, we, we, these ones can be on the house. My permission. Uh, that include me? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it does include me, that... though. Poor me, one. Thanks. So, right. so Bartholomew. I'll, I'll take the bottle over. Yeah, I'll just take the bottle over and enough yeah. glasses. Bartholomew's nickname is That Include Me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and one for um, myself, of course. Well, you're. Well, you can buy one if you want. Yeah, yeah. you're at your own table. If you want a drink, get it. <laughs> oh, fine. All right. I made a little money today, so you can have twenty-five cents. <laughs> How great of you to Are say you, you can have the you? price of the thing you're buying. <laughs> 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 Thank you, kind sir. So <laughs> generous, <laughs> Jesus. The, one. the people of this town. <laughs> so you notice that this this fellow Ellis Rockcliffe, 
is, yep. is, is trying to keep this uh, image of cool, calm, um, but he, he looks a little bit agitated. And he says, I need to ask you gentlemen for, for some help and for, uh, for, your, for your discretion in return for my good favor and maybe a little bit of coin at the end of the day. If Am I some... better be overhearing this? <laughs> yeah, you can, you can hear it, yeah. You can all hear this, yeah. Yeah, but, but like I'm speaking out loud. Am I meant to be overhearing this, or should I <laughs> leave? Do you want me to go? Or... Uh, he says, no, um, Mr. Vaughan, you can stay. You might, uh, I, I hear your reputation. Uh says you're handy with a, uh, you know, on the darker side, darker side of business. So you, you might be able to help as well. I don't know what you're implying. Well, you obviously don't hear the rumours that we hear around town about you. Nothing more than just rumours. Well, no <clears throat> smoke without fire, as they say. And likewise, I'm Father, Father Britain. It's a pleasure to see you here. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously you're, you're here because there's never anybody in your church. And... Uh, you know, I'm, um, I'm sure this little venture would would benefit from 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 the support of uh, the Almighty. In, uh, or on a mission from God. There are very few ventures that don't benefit from the support of the Almighty. Only only evil ones, I suspect. Even they don't benefit in the long run. They don't benefit. No, that's, that's what no, I was saying. That's what you meant. That's yeah. No, pay attention, Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> How many is it? He's already he, drunk. He, I'm yeah, drunk. Cut off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, buff on you, cut, cut him off. <laughs> He's had enough. Um, so Ellis, Ellis says, uh, as of as of this morning, my my daughter Patience has gone missing, and I I fear for her safety. I know, Mister Higgins, that you are known for being a frontiersman and for tracking. And uh, I have some skills in that area, as do my dogs. And I, uh, I, I would, I would, I would consider it a, a, a personal favor if you were to use those skills on my behalf in finding my daughter. Uh, well, how could I possibly refuse? I will. This is a terrible, terrible fate. Uh, absolutely. I will help you in any way I can to recover your, your daughter. From the point out, saying terrible fate makes it sound like you really know what happened to her already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, also, you're asking Thanks, William. our discretion right. in, you know, there's a very well-known drunk amongst us here. Wow. Who, <laughs> who, uh, we all wish we had a bit more patience, so... Boom, boom. Um, yeah. I, uh, Ellis continues. He says, look, I know there are some unpopular people here in this room. Um, it would do you well. Why to have, looking at me? <laughs> you could all do well to have a local leader looking out for, for their interests, making sure that you can live unmolested lives and your businesses may thrive and... Floyd and Eric, I, I know you don't have much money, so I can I can pay you for your services. Mr. What, just Moyer, them? Mr. If you shut up for a minute, Vaughan. <laughs> yes, sir. Moya, Moya and Wallace. Um, yeah, yeah, we could hear what some of those 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 scrotes were saying from outside, and clearly, uh, it's a it's a hard place for a black man to make a good living and a business. And uh, the patronage of someone like me and some of my friends here, he indicates Julius and Duncan, you know, coming in for a drink now and again might help uh, keep those undesirables out of your saloon. It most, most certainly would. Uh, it's also most... not most of the other patronage out, so. No. Merciless, you could learn to button your lip once well, in a well, while and I've 
your, sta your standing in this town could improve, and it would only improve with, uh, uh, you know, with the backing of a of a man like me. And um, Father Brayton, oh, well, I I suspect I can get your church filled with people who want to come and talk to God. I'm always happy to help and lend a hand to someone so eager to help the clergy. So my, my daughter went missing this morning. Her name is Patience. You've probably seen her around town. Beautiful, beautiful young girl, 17 years old. Uh, so um, here's, I have a, I have a handkerchief um, <coughs> here, Mr. Higgins, and he hands over a nice sort of pink silk handkerchief. Um, very fragranced. Let, let the dog sniff it. Don't sniff it yourself. That's a bad <laughs> mistake to make. <laughs> uh, uh, you sure? <laughs> uh, uh, who's the tra who's the yeah, who's the frontiersman here? <laughs> I think I I know how to track somebody down. I don't need to tell me. Well, yeah, but I don't like. I hear you live out in the wilderness. I don't know if you're as feral as your dogs. I mean, it's good. I don't know if you're the one who's going to be like running on all fours or whatever else dogs do i believe that would be an inefficient mode of transport for a human mr vaughan Tone, you're, you're you're talking like a synthetic out alien frontiersman in 1873 world west i'm an educated frontiersman though <laughs> okay if only i could say the same i have book learning <laughs> okay uh yeah so um Mr. Rockcliffe, of course, I have no real interest in my reputation about the town or what people think of me, but uh, I will absolutely do everything I can to, to track down your missing daughter. Well, I would, I when, would, was she, um, when was she last seen? She was last seen um, uh, late last night. Um, her, her bed was slept in, but when the household woke up this morning, she and her her servant maid, uh, uh, a nice little Negro girl called Mary, uh, they they both disappeared. So her maid has gone as well? Yeah. Anything else missing? Any clothes? Does it look like she's packed? You know, what she's wearing? Uh, no, no. Was there anything stolen? No, not that, not that I was, not that I'm aware of it. Um, it it's, I'll be honest with you, she and I had a little tiff the other day. Uh, I suspect that she's run away to, to, to make me pay for putting the, putting the father's foot down when a father has to put his foot down. We're um, just putting it out there. It's been like, she, she just woke up. You don't. Do we know that she's actually missing and she's not just gone somewhere? Like, it's been like a few hours. Well, Mr. Mr. Vaughan, you might want to take a better man's word for it. I can't send my men after her because if she sees them, she will flee. If I send people she doesn't know, you might be able to reach her and stop her running. She have okay. any relations or have any friends? friends? Or if you don't mind me asking... Uh, Mr. Rockcliffe, did she have a a boy that she liked that she might have run to? Uh, no, no, there, there was there was no there was no worthy that she was uh, that the that the, that was on the scene. No, you can make an insight roll if you like. Yeah, was that to say what about yeah. unworthy? Yeah, I was gonna... We'll make an insight roll. Uh, I get one success and two ones, so I won't push it, but I've got one success. Okay. I'm not pushing that, because I wouldn't get any dice back. Did anybody get any, did anyone get more than one success? No, one. Right. Um, yeah, he's obviously not telling the truth, but you're not really sure, obviously. <clears throat> he's hiding something, or he's not telling you the whole truth. Sir, does he, does she have, like, a favourite place that she would frequent? This bar. <laughs> uh, That's her in the corner. In the not, 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 not that I'm aware of. Um, 
No, I mean, I, 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 I appreciate your, your desire to learn some information that can help, but I think um, tracking her down will be the best thing. And uh, if we could find her before darkness, that would be, that, that would be a boon. Advisable. I will endeavour to do my best, sir. Uh, not being funny, but you're asking for a lot of people to go looking for one girl and her, her sli- uh, slave. Sorry. <laughs> um, well, well, after that long war, Mr. Wallace, we, we don't call them slaves anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, we fought for the American you know, and the... seems a bit suspicious to me that you're asking... So well, he obviously doesn't want guys. the embarrassment of his daughter running away. Then surely the fewer people, the better. Well, well evidently he thinks that no one would believe our word anyway, so... I mean, no one would believe mine, let's face it. That's true. And I thought as, you know, I've, I've heard some of your reputation, certainly Mr. Floyd and, uh, and the Indian fella. Um, I, uh, the I Indian thought... has a reputation. I, I thought yeah. you would have um, appreciated the chance to ingratiate yourself with an up-and-coming leader of this town. But if that's not what you want, then uh, that's uh, that's entirely your lookout, Mr. Wallace. Uh, Mr. Moyer, I take it we've got other people who can run the place if we both leave for the day, have we? Or are you closing up? Well, I see no reason. I mean... Well, there's no one in here now, anyway. You've got, so, you well, got Dan. Yeah, we've got, Dan, I've got, Dan I've got run the bar. Dan still, you can, yeah, take over. Dan the man. Yeah, Dan Phillips. So Ellis, Ellis stands up and says, uh, I, I take it then that you will do this favour for me and um, I will appreciate my daughter being returned to, to my home later today. Absolutely. Should do my very best, sir. He goes, well, well, thank you kindly. And he puts um, $5 coins on the table uh, just just for expenses. And he then well, That's leaves. annoying. That's not very evenly distributed. For the group. And he's, he's walking out. And Julius and Duncan are following him. Well, as, he go, as he goes out, he said... Haste would be appreciated, gentlemen. Uh, let's go, go. Uh, Mr. Rockcliffe, it would be easiest to track uh, your daughter from where she left. So, uh, we'll need to come up to your house to start tracking from there, if that's acceptable. That, of course, absolutely. Uh, his house is... Do we know where that, that is? Uh, yeah, it's that one there. Okay. I was going to talk real quickly. Can I... Cool. He, said, uh, he, he does say, I think she, um, I suspect that she's run uh, up the White, up to White's Ravine into the Mahogany Woods. Okay, we're going to want horses for this. Those of us who have horses. If, uh, if you uh, need horse, if any of you need horses, I can provide you with some horses uh, for the duration of your, uh, of your, of your expedition. I'd be much appreciated. I've got a yeah. horse, but I parked it at home. I walked to work today. <laughs> it's walk to work day. <laughs> I can do a horse. I'm no great rider, but okay. He says, "Well, well, let's make uh, let let's get back to 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 my house, to my townhouse, and then we can we can sort you with some horses." And he he nods to Duncan, and Duncan runs off, uh, runs ahead to go and make sure the horses are saddled for your arrival. I get up and follow him out of the... Uh, yeah, I'm um, getting up and heading off as well. Yeah, I'll, okay. ta- I'll take one of those dollars and then head off. Well, Mr. Moyer, are you kind of giving me permission to leave my post and come along? He's, Moyer's in the toilet. I think he very clearly had. <laughs> so, Tone, um, those, those dollars were dropped on the table in front of you. Okay. So, <laughs> whether you're letting Vaughan hey. pick one of them up. <laughs> Moyer's in the toilet, so I'm taking this for Moyer. We can't see him uh, and fight over I'll it. pick up one of the dollars from the table in front of him and pocket it and leave the rest in there. I'll pick okay. up one. I'll yeah, in fact, one. I'm also, while Moyer's in the toilet, I'm going to pick up a bottle from me on the bar. Tales of the Old West is brought to you by Effect. 
The music is Old West Game by Stu Venable, used with kind permission of the Angry Folk Media Empire. I said no.